It's the Taking It On with Paula Price podcast with your host, Paula Price, taking on the issues, representing Jesus Christ, unapologetically truthful, taking on popular opinion, and now your host, Paula Price. I'm Paula Price, and I want to thank you for joining me for this week's Taking It On with Paula Price. Well, I've had a great time just moving us forward, and as I contemplate the things that we should take on, I decided the it topic of the week would be why bad things happen to good people. Now, who of us have not watched the news where some very tragic and very senseless crime has been committed and wondered what happened. But we'll listen to the neighbor talk about the one who committed the crime. He was such a good guy. He mowed my lawn, watered my, 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 my grass, fed my fish. And based on what people received from him and what they enjoyed from him, He gets a, it couldn't have been him because he was a nice guy, or it couldn't have been her. Meanwhile, the victim is like, I don't deserve this. I'm a good person. I absolutely love that statement because, you know, we're in the era now where it's all about, you know, good people, bad choices. I kind of might want to bounce back and forth on that as we talk about bad things happen to good people. First of all, we need to, especially with the Lord, because when people... Yeah, but man, I'm, see, I'm gonna go to Ashley. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone there. I gotta go. I gotta go. Wait a minute. I gotta hit my thing. I got my claw. Lord, then it change. I time to get it folded up right. But listen to this. When tragedy strikes, and it's a, of course a very public tragedy. You ever notice all the Christians got an answer for it? Why do? The Christians have to answer for every crisis, everything. When we say we don't like Christians, but yet we're the ones. And so they bring you in and they say, so, Bishop so-and-so, Monsignor thus and what, what do you think? Why do you think this happened? Why do you think God let it happen? And, and these poor people struggle. They do. They struggle to try to answer the question. Now, I'm certainly not the one to bring in because I'm not going to do that. Because I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know what God was in charge. I'm not sure what God you want me to talk about. Now, I represent Jesus Christ, but I'm convinced he didn't send somebody down here to do that. So we, we have to understand, we have to answer for it. We have to come up with these great answers. And then, even though we answer, you know what they tell us? Well, see, that's why I'm not a Christian. Then why are you bothering Christians? Why even ask us? The point that I want to make today is, Good and bad cannot be social norms. Society can't dictate what's good or bad because society cannot survey all of its citizens to see what is a norm. We, I mean, we used to have a norm. You remember, we got somebody wrote a book. Let's get rid of something called normal. We don't have norms any longer. And so we'll sit here and say, well, he was a good person or she was a good person and they didn't deserve this or that. And we really don't know if they were good. They were good to you. Remember, just because somebody is good to you doesn't mean they're good to the world. That's a strong statement, but it's true. Because people do a lot of things. 
There are a lot of things that people do to come through life. This is going to be a little bit uncomfortable for you. So go and get your, you know, recomfort me salve because you're going to be a little uncomfortable because I'm going to dig into areas that we don't often think about. So you're sitting here saying that this, this shouldn't have happened to this person or that person because they were good to you. Do you know if they were good to God? You don't. Do you know if that they didn't haze somebody in college and they died and nobody knows? Do you know that they did not date rape somebody as a kid? Do you know any of those kinds of things when you're saying someone is too good to suffer in this life? Because God says there's none righteous, no, not one. People have pasts, and they have pasts that are hidden, and they have pasts that only God knows. He's the only one who knows about them. They've done, people have done some, I mean, because kids do stuff. You know, kids do stuff. Kill your neighbor's dog, talking about you don't know what happened to him. I told you, you're going to need some recomfort, sad, but you're going to be all right. You're going to be really all right. So, People do things to God. And I feel, feel like this. If you're going to stand on the witness stand of somebody's life, you need to know that life 24-7, 365. Because you cannot think and tell, sit there and say, I bear witness that this is a good person because they cut your lawn and watered your flowers. This is a good person because they help you with your groceries. No, they understand the difference between, see, there has to be a difference between knowing what is a good person and what is a good deed. And good deeds don't make good people. They don't. And so as we go, you know, we look at it, we as Christians, we try to, you know, rationalize. They always put it on, I don't know, I don't know why God didn't answer. You know, I don't know why God didn't, you don't know. First of all, why does he have to? This man's got like, we, we don't, we don't want to even talk about the creature. He's got like close to 8 billion people on the planet right now. That's a lot of lives. To know everything about. Now we're not including in that number animals, sea creatures, angels, or devils. That is a lot. Talk about a lot of hosts. That's a lot of hosts. And so when we start as Christians, we need to stop trying to explain away life's hard places. Just because somebody's crying doesn't mean that they shouldn't have to be a punishment. You know, a lot of people who are cry when they lie, they can't even help it. They just cry because they want you to, they, they want you to look past the deceit and they want to pull you into your tear jerking situations. But we as Christians have got to stop making it our God's fault that folk don't like him and treat him bad and bear the fruit of it. See, we don't even want to say that. You know, I, I like saying stuff like this because it's kind of, whoa. I mean, that's harsh. No, life's harsh. And Jesus said it would be. He said, woe to the earth, for offenses must come. But woe to the one by whom they come. So the earth is supposed to be nasty. That's what we got inherited in our foreparents in the garden. We inherited the nasty side of creation. It's not pretty. And it's, it's a lot of injustice. You know, I often hear, hear people say all the time, well, why didn't God stop it? What God? We never ask what God, do we? Any of you all ever say, what God? You just go right in defending Jesus. Oh, Pope Jesus, he ain't going to bad rap again. I don't. What God are we talking about here? I need to know. Zeus? We're talking about Jupiter? Diana? Because those are all the gods that these people 
are worshiping. Now, who said that their God didn't have a breakout? Who said that the, the God they served didn't? Maybe you might have done bad by your God. You know, Jonah's in the boat. He ended up Jonah's in the boat. I mean, they're in a storm. This boat is getting torn up. And Jonah sleep, just like the Lord's people. We always sleep. We sleep in crises all the time. And so they all, you know, they're doing their oblations. They're doing their sacrifices. They're calling on their individual God. And they look around Jonah sleep. And they said, man, you need to get up and start calling on your God. He said, I already know he did it. Okay. See, I want to throw Jonah off right now. He said, yeah, if you throw me overboard, storm will stop. Y'all be fine. Our familiarity with our God and our comfort with him is such we know when we trigger stuff. And they said, we can't throw you over him. It's going to kill you. Yeah, well, if you want the storm to stop, you're going to throw me overboard. And so eventually they throw him overboard. But the point of that particular recall is that Jonah was not bothered. He knew when his God moved and when he didn't. We can't always say that. We can't always say it. And so when we think about good, good people, we have to figure out who they're good to. Who is, I mean, well, you know, they worked at the Red Cross and all that. That's fine. But if you're talking about natural disasters and you're talking about things that are out of human control, you need to know what God's at work. Now, they all belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. I know. Oh, I love saying that. Ooh. Can you imagine that? And that just skis people sometimes. But they all belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when he rose from the dead, he said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. All means all. And he said, go ye therefore. Now, let's talk about that. That is a powerful statement that we always just take for granted. All authority has been given to Jesus Christ. Now, he didn't, he never said that. He never said all authority. He said, I've got authority to heal the sick. I've got authority to cast out devils. As a matter of fact, he said, now is the God of this world cast out. Now is he judged and cast out. Now, he was talking about there was a God of the world that was occupying it and ruling it in a way that he did not as yet. So what does he say? He raises from the dead, and now all of a sudden, all authority is given to me. And here's the point. And now you can go. See, they couldn't go. Back under that era, you, there was no such thing as evangelism. I know I'm digressing a little bit, but since I'm having a blast, I'm going to digress. How's that? And so back in, back in Jesus' time, nobody, you didn't go preaching to other God's people. Because those gods begot the people, the race, and the nation. So you never went preaching to their people. Jesus brought something into existence that never was before, and that is evangelism. The gospel of the good news and the great commission. You didn't say, because you went in other people's land, they're going to kill you. You can't just go in somebody's nation today. They're going to kill you. You're going to start preaching. You know, they, all of these, they have religious laws and evangelistic um, orders. But this is turning a lot like into what it was back then. And so Jesus could literally say, 
go ye. And we're like all excited. But the, 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 the real, the real coup d'etat was there for. And people have never explored there for. And when I say never, I mean in, 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 in a, you know, colloquial sense. Because go ye would have been fine. But therefore tells you that there's been a churn, a change of circumstances. Something has altered the landscape. Therefore means because of, as a result of, as a consequence of. Before, therefore means what couldn't be done before is now capable of happening now because all authority has been given to me. I want to take that a step further into Pentecost, something we talked about the last time we were together. We talked about the Holy Ghost bringing Christianity to the planet. Go ye therefore, and now we have the Holy Spirit. So if Jesus if, if Jesus says, go ye therefore, he's saying everything that used to belong to the God of this world, used to be in his uh, dominion, used to be what he alone controlled, it is now given to you as my sheep and my body. Go ye therefore. Now go, I took out the prince of gods. Now you go take out all of his other minions. You take all of the low-level gods. Why would God say that the one born in God's kingdom is greater than John the Baptist who worked and labored like crazy? Because God is saying the minute the Holy Ghost gets in you, you're upgraded. You are upgraded from a mere mortal to an immortal being. And to the offspring of the Godhead. Now we'll get into those later on. But I want to give you a point. So when God tells us. Or when we say someone is good. God's goodness is not based on your deeds. Not at all. Because none of us do them good enough. Can you imagine? We can't, we, none of us get our, our business right. You know we can't get 100%, 100% of the time. If we get 100% once. It's going to take us 15 years to get 100% again. Because. In the flesh dwells no good thing. Thank you for listening to this segment of the Taking It On with Paula Price podcast. Be sure and tune in next time for the continuation of this insightful teaching. To obtain resources and training materials for how to think differently and live powerfully, visit Dr. Price's website at drpaulaaprice.com. Also, follow Dr. Price on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Dr. Paula Price. See you next time.